Guess how much I made my first year in real estate? 20 to 50K. Ooh, I wish you were right. I literally have 26 bosses. Someone invested $2.4 million on virtual land. If you get the right guidance and you survive in it for a year or two, you will flourish. Real estate agents are gonna be obsolete soon. Like mm -hmm. people will be selling their houses on the blockchain. Here's the issue though. Advice to new real estate agents, two years in business. What can they expect? Your first two years are tough, especially your first year. But the answer to anyone watching, you do not have to go to college or university to be successful at all. What's going on, everybody? I hope you're all having a blessed day. And today you have Karam Khalil with you and Ben Wegman. And this is our first ever podcast. And we're literally freestyling it off the dome. Freestyle. There's no, there's <laughs> there's nothing scripted. It's just going to be us talking what we know which primarily is real estate. We know real estate. This is what we do every single day. And on this podcast, we're not gonna spend an hour doing it without giving true value. So our goal for all of you is to get value, right? 100%. There you go. So that's what we're gonna be doing. And I'm gonna introduce myself. I'm gonna let Ben introduce himself, just so you guys kind of have a background of who we are. And then when the questions come in, you can, I guess, dictate where you'd want them to go, depending on what question it is. And we're just gonna be talking about real estate, business, finance, NFTs, cryptos, finance news in general, things that entertain us that we like, the metaverse. Yeah, NFTs? NFTs. What, what, what even is an NFT? So an NFT is something we'll get in later. Yeah, okay, All right? good idea. <laughs> so Ben, I'm gonna let you take the mic right yeah. now and just give them a quick intro on who you are and if they don't already know. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my name is Ben Wegman. Um, most people probably know me for real ben, estate. Ben, I'm so sorry to cut you off, but That's we have okay. 17 subscribers. Nice. And we didn't even One, put a video. Seven. Hey, man, that, that's, worth, that's, worth, <laughs> that's worth cutting me off for. I love 17, it. Okay. Like, th that's good. Yeah, that's good. It's all um, you. Yeah, so I come from a really uh, traditional background. Um, you know, family thinks that college is everything. You've got to go to college. That's mm -hmm. like the way you're going to build a future for yourself. Okay. So I went that way for two years, and I quickly realized that it was not the route for me. It, it was not fun. Yeah. I, I didn't enjoy it. I just, I was not interested in it. And I'm not going to be good at something if I'm not interested in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. So real estate had always been in the back of my mind. So I was like, hmm, let me try this real estate thing um, and, you know, see how it goes. So currently today I'm on year six of real estate mm -hmm. and it was literally the best decision that I've ever made. Really? Best decision. Yeah. So I dropped out of college, um, hopped into real estate. Yeah, man, just took it from there. So regrets? No regrets. Family, I know it's tough because dropping out of college, yeah. and how, how are they? Yeah, man. I mean, they were super disappointed at first, yeah. um, but now they see everything that I've done and they realize that I've made the right decision. And You know, you know what's crazy? Yeah, man. I literally preach to myself yeah. when I was growing up uh -huh. is I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to do this business. I want to do this in real estate. I want to do this. And parents would be like, just stay in school, stay in yeah. school, stay in school, focus, focus, focus. Yeah. And guess what the answer to that is? Show results. So many yeah. younger generations want to do something. And then they say they can't because my parents go out, show results while you're in school, sure. perform. And, and people are going to love that, especially your family. They're going to look at that and say, this guy's making money. Yeah. How about but, you, man? How like? Let, let's so, hear about you. Nice. Karam Khalil. Awesome. So my name is Karam Khalil. <laughs> By the way, we're both based in, uh, based in Dallas, Fort Worth. That's, yep. that's where we live and such. So D-Town. D-Town. 
There's nothing better than Dallas. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Born yeah. and raised here, by the way. You were, nice. you were born in... Uh, Los Angeles. But all my... Hollywood fam- boy. Stop. <laughs> all my family's here. Um, so we moved here when I was super young so mm-hmm. I could grow up around family. So, so this is basically your... This is your hub. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty Got much. Got you. Okay. Yeah. But it, it, it's cool to say that I was born in Los Angeles. It is pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. I, I feel like you have a... Uh, you just sound cooler now. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So for me, I started at 12 years old, buying and selling electronics. At 15 years old, started flipping cars. I was flipping electronics and then flipping cars. Got bored of that. Started flipping houses at the county courthouse steps, foreclosures. Um, bought my first house over there. And then ever since then, it was history. I flipped about 50 plus houses to date. And this is something important because everyone who's watching, I did not use my money. You have to buy cash at the auctions, other people's money, which is what we'll be sharing with you, how you can do that, how you can raise funds. And uh, accidentally became a real estate agent and uh, currently a commercial real estate agent. That's what I specialize in. About 95% of my portfolio is commercial real estate for clients and such. So when it comes to flipping houses, commercial real estate investment, even residential real estate investment, I personally own residential and commercial investments. So um, that's kind of who I am. Yeah. That's who Ben is. And like I said, as we start to talk and share more stories, people will get more value out of questions and things that they ask. But we don't want to take too much of your time with who we are. Yeah. We want to give you value. Yeah. And the value is going to come in what we share and what we say. So they know who you are. Right. They know who I am. Yeah. I think that we're ready to just jump in it. Let's jump in it, man. All right. But before we do that, please do not forget to hit that like button. You it's it's uh it's good for the algorithm, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Now, it, now that I'm uh, on this <laughs> podcast, I guess I'm a YouTuber now. So yeah, hit that like button. It's uh it's good for the algorithm. It's very good for the algorithm. Yeah. It's gonna make it's gonna make other hustlers just like those who are watching it get this content. And awesome. um, we'd really appreciate that because that's really what what we'd want. And then subscribe if you haven't already. It's gonna be the first video. We're gonna be uploading every Tuesday. Cool. We don't know what time yet, but we'll figure it out. All right. So we're real estate agents, right? right? And we do our own stuff outside of that, but primarily real estate agents, that's our day-to-day, that's our career. And we want to give, just starting off this podcast, advice to new real estate agents. Uh-huh. They're about to become an agent or they are already an agent. And they might not be doing as well as they'd want to. Sure. Um, I'm going to drop it on you to say, what do you think a new real estate agent should do that yeah. can help them boost their business? Yeah. Put on the spot. That's Put okay. on the spot, baby. Okay. Uh, <laughs> new real estate agents. Um, open houses. Open houses are huge, especially if you have no business. So okay. if you have no business, you're a new agent. Every Saturday and Sunday, you need to be doing an open house. Because a lot of people walk in through the door. They won't have an agent. Mm-hmm. They may fall in love with the home. And guess what? If you're there, you can be their agent. So Beautiful. open houses are huge. Um, content. Get lots of content out. We are literally on our phones all day long. Um, house tours. If your brokerage has really cool listings, go take tours of them. Um, mm-hmm. Apartment tours. Yeah, just any tours. It, yeah, man, it, as much content as you can get. What you're saying is just show that you're out there. Yeah. That you're doing something. Exactly. Show that you're working. People know that you're hustling. And yeah, eventually they'll, they'll want to start working with you. I love that. And, yeah. and what I'm going to say about that, I'm looking back, uh, I've been a real estate agent. I'm going on to my fourth year right now. Nice. And uh, what I'm going to say is, Find yourself someone, by the way, finding the right brokerage is everything. Yeah. I don't even, that's like everything. If you find the right brokerage who trains right, has good producers, has people who'll take you under their wing, you're going to win. Guaranteed almost. That's a really good point. Starting off, you need to go to a brokerage where they have really good training. Because you'll, you'll go through all of your courses and everything. You'll take your exam, but there's still so much to learn in the actual real estate field. I feel like from the courses and everything that we took beforehand, dude, I maybe use like 
five percent of that. It's Community property and survivorship property and riparian rights. <laughs> it's like rights near the waterway. Yeah, like we we don't use that stuff. Yeah. So um yeah I mean kind of like you said it you you need to go to a brokerage that has really good um, agent training for new agents just um you know to help you get to where you want to. A hundred percent. And listen to this. Let's just say that you went to a brokerage right. That's a good brokerage. Uh-huh. And Ben's there. And you're taking the advice that we're sharing right now. And you see Ben and you see he's busy and you see he's got a lot of business. Yeah. So you go to Ben and say, hey, Ben, I'll do your open houses for free. Hey, Ben, I'm willing to open doors for free. Hey, Ben, I'm willing to draft leases for free. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't want any money. And that's how you're going to give free value to him. And you're going to have you give me somewhat business which will lead to a better relationship with us absolutely you'll trust me more maybe on that lease that you made two grand you throw me 500 mm-hmm. maybe on that open house that you sold a house on you're like hey karam here's a thousand maybe i find a buyer in that open house just like you said yeah right yeah so i would then per- both of us win because you're the listing agent and, and let's they say can be the buyer's agent 100 and let's say right now you're winning and you're doing great and someone came to you who's a young hustler and said i'll do this for free this for free this right. for free giving you value right and you say, let me test them for a week, and you're giving them, you know, you're giving them things to do, and they help you a ton. What are you gonna do? You're gonna run with them. Sure. You're gonna bring them on the team. Yeah. You're gonna give them more business. Yeah. You're gonna stick with them. So, for a real estate agent who's new, find the right brokerage. Go put yourself under a top producer's wing. Hopefully, that they realize you're a hustler and you're giving them value. And then what Ben said is the open houses is key. Saturday and Sunday. From that, you'll make contact. From that, you'll be able to do uh, potentially finding a buyer and, and the list goes on and then social media, which you're king of. You know exactly how to do that, house tours and stuff. Thanks. You have to. <laughs> no problem. So so the, those are that's that's right there. Gems, if you're able to take that for being yeah. a real estate agent. Do you have something to top it off or I'm gonna jump on the next one? No, I think I think that pretty much covers it. That's really good. Um, but mostly it's, it's really about getting content. Content is everything and I'm starting to sound like Gary Vee now. No, like no. He, he preaches like <laughs> content. Right. What, what is this thing? He's like, you need to be producing like 50 pieces of content a day or something <laughs> like that. I don't think you should go that overboard, yeah. but you definitely uh, need to be reminding people what you do and that you're here to help them. So content is, you know, everything. Gary Vee says document, don't create. So literally you're walking, just document it. Like, ooh, I'm at Starbucks. Literally, I'm at yeah. Starbucks and I'm looking at a house that I'm not the agent for, I don't know anything about, uh-huh. but I'm just looking at it. Yeah. Boom, oh, you do houses, uh-huh. bam. Yeah. So that's kind of what it is. Okay, so listen to this one. Okay. Real estate agents, a lot of them fail their first couple of years, if not their first year. Yeah. The percentage, I know uh, Tom Fair, I think that's his name, he said 87% in five years. We spoke about this. We think the first six months is maybe 90-something percent. Right, it's, yeah. I, I don't they, need, they drop like flies. Literally, <laughs> it's a tough business. Literally, tough, yeah. brutal business. But I promise you one thing. If you get the right guidance yeah. and you survive in it for a year or two, uh-huh. you will flourish. Yeah. And you will make phenomenal money and you will do very well. And that's our goal with this channel is to hopefully get that message to you guys where you realize that if you apply it, you'll you'll be doing very well. So look at this. Real estate agents basically in their first two years in business, uh-huh. what can they expect? Let's take your first two years and what Man. can people expect? Uh, we're not talking just money-wise. We're yeah. talking about lifestyle, income, uh, commission checks, how long would it take, sure. things like that. Your first two years are tough, mm-hmm. especially your first year. Um, your first year, I know a lot of people say, you know, save up enough money for like your first three to six months. Good job, nice. 
probably need to save up a little bit more than that. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a it's a tough business, man. Um, if you're well connected, you'll probably get some deals done. But I mean, if you're younger and you're just getting into the business, it's going to be pretty tough to initially get that business. Um, so yeah, definitely save up some good money. Um, hammer out as many leases as you can. Mm. My first year, I literally did all leases. Nice, like all leases. Wow. I, I was busting those things out. And guess what? A year later, when a lot of those people's leases were up, they wanted to become buyers. So my business, it just built from there and you know, nailed so on it. and so forth. You nailed yeah, it. So, so. snowballed. And, and let me say this. Leases aren't the highest paid. They're not 50K commission checks. Sure. There are some leases that you can bang a 20, 50, 100 grand commission check. We know that. Typically, leases are two, three, four, five, six thousand $6,000 checks, maybe even less. I've done a lease yeah. where... I'm not joking. I took 320 bucks home. Dude, one of my first ever leases. So I was living in Dallas at the time and yeah. it was, it was this couple. They wanted this place in far Fort Worth, far <laughs> Fort Worth, like almost Azel, if y'all know what that is. <laughs> and, um, I made $250 off that lease, but wow. it, it was fun though. It was like, I got the deal done and, and all that good but stuff. But that's a but massive drive too. It was a massive drive. And I mean, if you calculate everything, like the miles put on your car and like the gas and everything, like it probably broke even. And then making the lease, taking the time. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, you, you gotta do what you gotta do, so. So you beat me on the lowest commission check. I think mine was 320. Nice, <laughs> mine, mine was 250. <laughs> Maybe it was even less. I've done free work, free, I literally yeah. done free deals, yeah. so. Sometimes sometimes you have to do that. And then sometimes you get those, those people who are just trying to haggle with your commission yeah. percentages, which we'll talk about that later, but. I agree with that. The first two years are brutal. I personally say, if you can survive the first two years, you're blessed. Yeah, even uh, even your first year. Like, if you can make it past your first year, okay, like that's a huge win because it's like we just talked about. It's you know, 90 percent of agents nice. drop out in their first six months. If you can survive your first year, you can make it in this business. I love that, and I see people like there's no excuses really. If you're trying to pay bills, I've seen a ton of people part time it. They'll get the real estate agent license. They'll try to do it for a couple months. They wouldn't do well. They'll go part time. Sure. The percentage of success is not too high because you just get overwhelmed. But some survive that. There's never an excuse if a winner wants to win. Right. Right. Yeah. But ultimately, going head first in something 100% is what I primarily believe in. And you are nodding, so I think you believe in that too. Yeah. Going all in it's going to be hard to win in real estate part-time it's it's a business that demands all of you nice it this is going to sound bad but it's not necessarily that bad it kind of consumes you like your whole life becomes real estate you know client clients are wanting your attention around the clock um and you got to be there for them so it's uh yeah i i personally feel like you got to be like 100 percent in there are going to be some people who do it part-time mm -hmm. you know they close a deal here and there but if you want to make like real money, if you want to make a killing in real estate, you, you got to be all in, dude. I love it, all 100%. In. Yeah. Um, so I was talking about this actually the other day with a good friend of mine. I have right now, commercial real estate's a bit different than residential. They like you hold the listing for six months, a year, even two, three years, because you're leasing some sure. centers up, right? So I have about 26 listings right now that are shopping centers. Um, it'll switch from medical to shopping to retail, et cetera. But I literally have 26 bosses every week. 26 bosses? Bosses. Oh because gosh. they call me, what's the update? What's the status? Did we get someone to walk in the door? Do we have yeah. a pipeline? What's the prospects? Yeah. Who might lease? Yeah. And I'm like looking at my phone, there goes another boss. There goes, <laughs> that's, literally, that's, that's literally what they are. And it puts a ton of pressure on me because I gotta consistently give them updates. Sure. And some weeks we don't get a call on your center. 
Yeah. I'm target marketing. I'm email blasting. I'm doing what I can do. I'm yeah. manually calling, but it well, just doesn't commercial, happen. Commercial just takes more time than, than residential. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Re residential, it's, yeah. it's rapid fire. You know what I mean? Commercial, it takes a little bit more time. 100%. So let me tell you this. I know yeah. when you have listings, you would look at those clients who call you for a listing. Maybe mm -hmm. you have it listed for three, four, five months. It's not selling. Sure. They ultimately that doesn't happen though. But <laughs> continue. I get them sold ASAP. But there you go. That's there you go. You have ultimately a boss at that point because then they're calling you yeah. panicking. Um, they're like, "What happened to my home? Did yeah. you do an open house this week? Yeah. What's going on?" They they want they want it sold because they want to move or they want to do something or they want their money. They need so, their money. You know, so it, it's a it's a big stress. So surviving your first two years essentially first year of course if you get through that's a huge success and a huge win even past the sixth month right yeah even if you made a thousand or two thousand or three thousand your first six months just keep pounding through and you'll get hopefully you'll end up growing and Dude, doing you well you want me to tell a personal story oh please yeah let's hear it guess how much i made my first year in real estate dun 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 hold on let me guess guess yeah now because of the way you said it i'm gonna assume it wasn't much it was not much I'm gonna assume that you made twenty to fifty k. Ooh, I wish you were right. Really? I wish you were right. You're kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Okay, throw the number. First year, thirteen grand. No. Get this flipping. though. Okay. Get this though. Second year, it's weird how people don't like talking about money. Yeah. I think. It, what's wrong? What's wrong about talking about money? People you know? who don't like talking about money, I think, are the 56 year olds back in the day, and they're not yeah. open about it. And then some people now, like you'll ask some people some questions. Like if you ask me certain questions, I might be like, um, I'm not really trying sure. to say that. Sure. But in general, I, I share what I've made this yeah. year, what I've made that month, etc. Of course, ballparking it. Yeah. You know. And granted, my first year I was only 21 years old. So yeah, like no one that and age is. Were, were you houses. fully, fully focused that first year? Kind of, sort of. Um, I was still kind of doing a little side thing, but then I realized like, yo, if I need to like be successful at real estate, I need to be all in. Okay. Going back to what yeah. I just said. Mm -hmm. So first year, 13 grand. Guess how much I made my second year? I'm just going to say it. 60K. 130 grand. No flip. So I literally, money. in the span of a year, I literally 10X my money. The number is literally, literally 11, 12 X, almost nice. Yeah. Good job. So that was year one to year two. And now I'm on year six. It's literally. Go ahead. It's literally just been an exponential curve. Okay. And yeah. did you want to quit year one when you saw 13 K? Honestly? I, no, of course not. It, um, it was like, Hmm. Okay. Like I've kind of got my feet wet, but it, it kind of pushed me to, it was like, dude, 13 grand. Like, come on, you could do better than this. Okay, what am so, I going to buy with that? With this inflation toilet paper, man, I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. So it, and it listen was, to this. It's motivating. Okay. Let me ask you this then. Yeah. 13k your first year uh -huh. which i love how you shared that yeah because right now your numbers aren't even near there yeah but you shared you know someone's watching this they're probably like i made 30k and they're so happy Dude, hearing that you made 13k you're ahead of me literally yeah right so let me ask you this your 13k that you made how many hours of work can you ballpark that you put in to make that 13k and that's important because yeah depending on how many hours you put let's just put it in months like did you mm. work for a month to make that three months six months of focus i didn't so getting into the business i didn't know how much work it required mm. um i was kind of playing around with it and now obviously i know like <laughs> the amount of time and effort that goes into it it's a lot so it's kind of a learning process you know what i mean yeah um, i definitely put in a lot of a lot of hours for that but it just goes back to what we said it's like a majority of agents they drop out in their first year most people they're making 13 grand in their first year 
they're probably going to drop out. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you, yeah. you can't live off of that. So a hundred percent, even, yeah. I mean, you can't even rent an apartment at this rate. That's a thousand, a hundred a month almost. Yeah. You can't even get an apartment. Yeah, it's man. ridiculous. So, yeah. But I, I knew, I knew the potential that the business had. So I was like, let me stick with it. Like never thought of quitting. Mm-hmm. Um, let me stick with it. And you know, year two was obviously much better. And then, like I said, it's just, dude, it's been exponential since then. It's been great. I love that. Um, I, you know, I started my business as a real estate agent, all from relationships. Nice. You're going to have people who are going to say, I don't have those relationships. How do I make money? Right. I got into real estate at 18, flipping houses, not as an agent. And the story behind that is nobody in my family, no brother, sister, mom, anybody in my family was in real estate, period. Dude, same. Same thing. Yeah, we're, we're first gen. Nice. Yeah. So, I was, there was nowhere I can get the info from except going out there in the market and trying to find it. Right. And I went to a startup event, which was at UTA, which was the university that I went to. And at six- Did you graduate? I did, yeah. Nice. Yeah, and uh, there's a story behind that of almost literally every semester I wanted to drop out because I was flipping houses and I was literally showing my parents 20, 30, 40 grand commission, not commission checks, uh, checks of from the flips. Sure. And they're like, just stick with it. You're almost there. Yeah. And every time they'd say that kind of pushed me a little sure. more and keep in sometimes, mind, sometimes that's all you need. You just yeah. Need and I was, push. I was making four to 6,000. Uh, I was paying four to $6,000 every semester from my money. So when I was looking at that, I'm like, dang, it's taken from my flip money, but I just kept pushing and pushing and pushing and did it. But the answer to anyone watching, you do not have to go to college or university or to, to be successful at all. That That's a question I get a lot too. A lot of people think you need a degree to get into real estate. Interesting. Yeah, no. I, get, I get a lot of those messages and no, you, you don't. You can. I, w- I wonder yeah. if you need a GED. I don't know if you I don't, do. I don't think you even need that. Right? Yeah, you just need to do your classes online or in person, take your yeah. exam and you know you're good to go. I did a I did an interview the other day with, uh, with this guy and he said, uh, his name is Roger, and he said, uh, that people don't get into real estate because they want to. Uh-huh. They get into real estate because they're broke. Now, l- now let me take this a step back. Interesting. It might be agree to disagree. This uh-huh. is an yeah. agree to disagree yeah, thing. No. But it made me laugh because uh-huh. a lot of people will be like, I don't know what to do. I didn't go to college. People are doing real estate. They seem like they're making money. Let me jump into it. That's true. Right? Yeah. But then those people who want to go that because they think it's easy get wiped out ultimately. Yeah. Because it's not. Yeah. They, they they watch these TV shows like Selling Sunset and everything. They're yeah. like, oh, that's going to be me. Yeah. Like, I'm going to get my license. And immediately I'm going to sell a $10 million home. It's like. Yep. And, and you said um, when works. I was talking to you, you said you got a text at 10, 11 p.m. from a client or from a buyer or from someone. It so, was, yeah, yeah, a buyer's agent. Yeah. And yeah. So, so the business is a 24-7 business ultimately. Yeah. Um, one important thing that I, I kind of want to throw out there is being a real estate agent. So many people don't know this for some reason. Any success that you have, it said a lot from high-profile real estate agents, is yell it on the top of a building. Oh, dude, yeah. A small, big, doesn't matter. Yeah. Over-dramatize it. Uh-huh. Make that small lease or that small deal sound like it was a $100 million deal, right? Love it. And when you do that, yeah. you get people looking at them like, wow, this guy's performing. Uh-huh. Wow, this person's doing something. Yeah. That Facebook friend, that Instagram friend, that Snapchat friend, that person's mom's dad's best friend. I don't know. But it makes people see that you're performing. You know what's so crazy is the way social media is designed, like you don't even know who's watching you. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's you, scary. you think you yeah. kind of, yeah, but it's like you think you kind of know who's watching you, but it, it's so much bigger than that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, you have so many supporters that 
don't necessarily show it. Um, so yeah, dude, like any win that you make, like yell it from the rooftops, like literally under contract. Like if you follow me on <laughs> social media, I'm, I'm, anytime I get something under contract, I blast that out. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. another deal, like another deal, another deal. Um, yeah, it, it's, Look, it's interesting you say that. So I believe in blasting out your successes, things that you've done. Yeah. But sometimes I get scared too. Why? So I got a listing under contract and I was like, I have to market this because it went under contract literally yeah. in a day. Got to put, it's pending. Got to put, it's a cash buy. Got to pay, got to say it's over asking price. Mm -hmm. But I get worried that someone sees it and I believe in this heavily, yeah. envies it. And then the deal falls through because they were like, whoa, Karam got that deal under contract so quick. He's about to make X amount of money. Mm -hmm. And then boom, the deal dies for whatever reason. It's like, there is going to be people who watch this and like, wow, I kind of think like that too. Mm -hmm. So it sometimes makes me worry to market it, even though I believe 100% you should hey, be man, saying that. I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. But nah. Nah. You, you got to blast it out, <laughs> man. You got to blast it out. You, it doesn't matter. I, yeah. Like, let people know. Like, if it goes back on market, it goes back on market. It happens. Interesting. Let everyone know. Okay. Another one. I, lo <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Another okay. one. Okay, so this is that. So we shared with them who we are. We shared some real estate stuff, and we're yeah. going to always do some real estate stuff, but it's going to vary from here it's, to there. It's our lives. You know? <laughs> real Every estate is our lives. Every single day. But we're going to do a simple transition into something that's really just been popping up heavy. Yeah. We know about cryptos, but this is something that's associated with it. And I'm not extremely knowledgeable with it, but I know a good portion of it, sure. which is NFTs and the metaverse. Yeah. Ooh. Trippy stuff. Man, it's uh, Zuckerberg is like spearheading it, dude. Literally. So Facebook is changing their name to Meta. Mm -hmm. Yep. They, they, if you go basically on their stock right now, uh -huh. it doesn't say Facebook anymore. It says Meta. It might have FB under Meta. I, I don't remember like if I saw stock, that. Like the stock ticker? The stock ticker says yeah. Meta. Interesting. Yeah. And he's investing $10 billion. <laughs> and you know Must what he, be nice. <laughs> you know what he said? What did he say? He said, I already told investors that this is not money that we're expecting to make today. Uh -huh. This is for the long play. Yeah, like five, 10, 15 Literally, years Literally, exactly. Yeah, probably, I mean, honestly, the way the world moves and the way technology is probably even sooner than that. You right, know what I mean? and so, so the thought is metaverse and NFTs. NFTs are, are non-fungible tokens for those that don't know. And the easiest way that I can explain it is it's a unique token that's associated with a image, a unique ID, right? Image, and, video i mean yeah ultimately anything that is digital but what makes it valuable is that it's a one of one there's nobody if, who has if, that code if i own this nft i'm the only one in the world yeah who owns this nft literally yeah, and that's that's what mainly gives it its value nice yeah. and this is what someone's gonna say well i can just screenshot that yeah. well i can just in screenshot that look at it enjoy it read it i see a lot of that dude. right it's like, yeah but here's Dude, the thing. Sorry to cut you no, off. No, no, you're good. You cut me off. I could cut you off. <laughs> we're, we're tied now. This is how it's going to be. Saw, I saw this really funny thing on Twitter. It was like um, this guy had screenshotted the NFT. And um, the, the owner of the NFT, he like he saw it on Twitter or whatever. He was like, Dude, you better delete that screenshot or I'm going to sue you. Oh, my It was like this, this big like argument on. It was so silly. Or I'm gonna see. I wonder how that would hold up in court. I, dude, I don't know. All of this stuff is still so new to me. Like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm trying to take in as much of it as yeah. possible. 
Um, but yeah, it's, I, I just thought that was really funny. Um, yeah. that, that, no, that's hilarious. <laughs> Look at this. So Jack Dorsey, which is the CEO of Twitter, uh-huh. he made a tweet on Twitter, I think 2012, when he first started Twitter. His you first can, tweet. You, yeah, his first tweet ever. Yeah. I don't know if it was 2012, but if someone, someone fact check that and comment it below. Run Anyways, there. so he sold that. So he created that tweet. He, he typed it up. Then he made that tweet into an NFT, him himself, the only Jack Dorsey of CEO of Twitter mm-hmm. himself. He made it and he sold it. Someone paid 2.9 million for it. Dude, how do you explain that to like your parents? I don't even try. <laughs> or your I am, grandparents. I don't need, like I'm not even kidding you. I was talking to my brother the other day and I'm like, there's no breath to explain yeah. this to my parents. They're gonna just be like, the world's just getting but crazier. somehow we oddly understand it. Kind yeah. of, or we're, we're trying to understand yeah. it. Yeah, it, it makes sense. This is just how it is, is a prestige status. You have this one of one thing that nobody no. else has. Um, it can't, here's where the real value also comes in. Who made that NFT? Yeah. The CEO of Twitter, his first ever NFT, and also it's his first ever tweet. The guy who paid 2.9 mil owns it. Mm-hmm. You can go screenshot it and enjoy yeah. it, yeah. but you can't prove you have the token ID that he has. Right. It's like yeah. someone going and taking a selfie with a Lamborghini. Uh, it, yeah. You can do that, but it's not yours. Yeah. You don't got title to it. Sure. Right? So it's the yeah. same exact thing. This is thing. just a little bit more complex. Exactly. Because yeah. it's on like the blockchain. And and, yeah. and, if, and the blockchain verifies every yeah. single transaction. So you can't, this is getting into real estate. Okay. Title companies, lawyers, legalities, transfer of, of I, houses. I've been, I've been seeing that people are like real estate agents are going to be obsolete soon. Like mm-hmm. people will be selling their houses on the blockchain. Here's the issue, though. That that may very well be true, and it wouldn't be it wouldn't surprise me if that was true. But to an extent, but to an extent, yeah, yeah, of course. Real estate is a very personal business. Um, people like you know working with an actual person, and most people don't understand what blockchain is. So I feel like that's probably a, a big possibility, but it's like so far down the line that like you and I don't have to worry about that. Interesting. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Who will have to worry about it though is that five year old who can't wait to be a realtor (laughs) or maybe my unborn baby yeah baby you never know (laughs) so that's true 100 percent. so it's the blockchain nfts cryptos all that stuff we know enough to know about it but even those who know it don't know it yet sure they're every day there's so complex it's like there's so many layers to it you know 100 here's the here's the the crazy thing guys for those who are watching they're gonna get this firsthand you guys are special on this podcast so we're about to share with you something extremely Uh low key Uh oh! and before i share it we're not going to continue until they hit the like button so hit the like button we're just going to stare at each other until they do it i I think y'all hit it okay so me and ben are launching our first ever nft project it's going to be a real estate based nft project we've been working hard at it for the last say two months and there is going to be a lot of value it's not just a picture it's gonna have utility, it's gonna have a future, it's gonna have a verifiable roadmap that's not just, we're gonna make a party into in, in downtown Dallas and woohoo, you own the NFT. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna have value, utility with it. It's gonna be super exciting. I can't give you more details on it, not because I don't want to, but because we still have so much that we're working out to there's, make it happen. There's a lot that goes into right? it, for so, sure. Um, because they're special, it's the first ever podcast, we had to let them know. Yeah, yeah. Cool. You're welcome. You're, you're very yeah. welcome. I, I hope you buy one. Hopefully they will, and, yeah. and they're going to enjoy what, what comes out with it. Now, transition to Metaverse. Uh-huh. Now, Metaverse is basically an online world. There's something called like Sandbox and Decentraland and all this stuff. And, you know, the crazy thing is 
people don't realize this, but when somebody's born today and all they know when they were born after they're two, three, four years old is to put on a VR headset. That's their life. Yeah. So people are like, we'll never do that. The 20, 40, 50, 60 year old people are saying that. But what happens in 10, 15 years for that newborn who all he knows is that? Yeah. What happens when he puts on the headset and he goes to a booth in the game or in the world mm -hmm. and orders Starbucks? And then guess what? Starbucks actually gets ordered through Uber or whatever platform is associated and comes on the door in real life. Dude, you're absolutely right. And to make it a little bit more relatable, I mean, it's like our whole lives. All we know is the internet. You know yep. what I mean? Like we yep. don't know life without the internet. So yep. I agree with you hundred percent. I feel like that's just the new thing. That, that's where it's, it's all gonna be virtual. It's, it's so much to soak in and it's so scary to get in because it's almost as if you don't know if that investment's gonna be worthless, if it's gonna be worth something. People are investing 250 grand, 400 grand, a million, million and a half Dude, on Dude, I land. saw this, t another tweet. It was uh, the, the biggest, investment to date um so far someone invested 2.4 million dollars on land in decentraland wow yeah no 2. flipping 2.4 million real dollars on virtual land which potentially from what i heard earlier could get hacked i don't know how 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 deep that goes in two point who has 2.4 mil to just put in a it's, world online like i'm not saying they're wrong but how much money can you have? And by the way, let me tell you this. I think that that person might not be 60 or 70 years old, which makes you Definitely think, not. which makes you think if he's a 20, 30, 40 year old, huh. how did he even make that much money? So many are booming from crypto. My guess is what you just said. They, they were probably an early investor in crypto. Mm. So they made a lot of money off of that. And then they see this on the horizon. They're like, hmm, let me get in on this. He'll probably, I mean, do $2.4 million. Like if this really takes off, you turn that into what, yeah. 20, 200 million? Literally. You know what I mean? And keep in mind this, they're buying the land for 2.4 million because Apple and Microsoft and uh, these companies in the future, Tesla, Tesla literally will yeah. pay that person who owns that prime land because so many people are gonna be around that prime land to advertise their company name. Yeah. So it's like virtual real estate, rental investments, et cetera. So it's crazy stuff. NFTs, cryptos, metaverse, real estate, just, yeah, it's um, it goes back to what I said, dude. It's like nerds are gonna rule the world, and I don't mean <laughs> nerd in like a bad way, yeah, like yeah. just like the stereotypical nerd, like because they know all of this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're they're so far ahead. And what's his they, name? They're uh, gonna rule the world, man. I'm telling I, you. I believe you, Gary Vee. Putting was... all my money on it. <laughs> Gary, I want to be a nerd. You want to? <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 you, trying to transition into you, a nerd. You can't be a nerd. I can't. No, you already have too cool of a profile to oh, be a nerd. Stop. So, so you can't be a nerd. But be listen to cool this. Nerd. Gary Vee said that it's he was thanking God because he literally said he feels as if this was created for him. The during NFTs? His life. Yeah. Yeah. He loves it. He doodles uh, pictures and stuff, and that's what he did in, as a kid. People oh. would laugh at him. Now he's selling them for minimum 50 grand. The floor price is 8.4 Ethereum at 4,500 bucks each ETH. So it's crazy. So at the time of this recording. At the time of oh, at the time of this recording, that's yeah. um, at the time of this recording. It, Someone watches this a year from now, ETH could be like forty grand. You know what I mean? It probably man, will be. Yeah, that's crazy. Just it, which I that. feel well, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> which is the, that that's crazy in itself. Um, so I had a guy come to me, which is a great friend of mine. His name is Raja, uh -huh. and he told me in two thousand and seventeen, I was walking to class um, at college in college, and he's like, "Karam, look at this," and he pulls up his phone. 
20, not 17, maybe 16. Okay. And he shows me Ethereum, Bitcoin, and Litecoin. So still super early. And I'm not kidding you. I'm like, what? what is this? Yeah. Like, you're crazy. What are you doing? Uh, blah, blah, like blah. Virtual money. Yeah. And he's like, look, it's 600 bucks. Look at Litecoin. It's like uh, 20 something bucks. Look at Ethereum. It was like 80 something. I can't even recall the numbers, but they yeah. were so cheap. You know what I told him? I put 600. It became 1200. Woohoo. Yeah. Not life changing. I'm yeah. not interested. I don't sure. care. Yeah. I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> Bitcoin is 80, 69K it hit. Ethereum yeah, hit 48 almost. It's around, yeah, I think Bitcoin's around 55,000 right now, but you're right. As of, yeah. The, the peak was like 69. Dude, I remember, I'll take it back even further. I remember when I was at UTD, back when I was in college. Yeah. This was uh, 2014. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a Twitter account, it was called Trutherbot. Do you remember Trutherbot at all? Or? It's familiar. If but you're like an OG talking. Twitter user, then you'll know what it is. And this was when Bitcoin was like not even $100. Ooh. And literally every day, I would refresh it every day. It was like, Bitcoin is now $20. The next day, Bitcoin is now $40. Literally every day for like three months, it would just like, Bitcoin is now $120. I'm sitting there like, oh my gosh, like this is crazy. <laughs> and then fast forward to today, you know, it's, it's 55 trip. grand. The peak was 69 grand. It's it's trippy. It's crazy, man. It's it's. They're, they're saying that it could go up to like 500 grand. The Winklevoss twins. Oh, there's the ones who got yeah. Facebook jacked from them. Yeah, <laughs> they're saying uh, that. Uh, there, yeah. the people believe it got jacked. Some people don't believe it got jacked. There's a whole story on yeah. that. But yeah, Mark, they think Mark Zuckerberg doesn't look like someone who jacks stuff. He's too soft. Yes, to he do does. That. You think yes, so? Yes, he does. He's a, he looks like a little weasel. <laughs> <laughs> L- little a little weasel, um, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely believe he's still Facebook. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, they think that Listen, Bitcoin will go up to five hundred grand. Floyd Mayweather and McGregor were fighting, right? Uh huh. The first fight. I watched that. Yeah, it was yeah. on the post conference i mean not the post the, the conferences they were holding before uh-huh. the fight yeah super entertaining yeah mcgregor would literally turn and look at the guy who i i guess i don't know what position he is in showtime uh, yeah but he's like you little weasel yes <laughs> yes i think his and that, name is like espinoza his baby, last name is espinoza i, I yeah. thought of something like that yeah, when he that, said that that's hilarious dude i remember <laughs> watching that yeah. that's hilarious see him and zuckerberg are, are the same dude they're they're weasels <laughs> but listen Mr. Zuckerberg, we love you and we want you on the podcast. Yeah, if you want to invest in the podcast, like, <laughs> please, that'd be great. Yeah. Please, we believe in Facebook and we actually have stocks in Facebook. Yeah. So now Meta. Now Meta. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool stuff, man. So we, we spoke about real estate. Hopefully they got value on that. We shared some NFTs, some crypto talk, and uh, things that metaverse, we just, yeah. metaverse and things yeah. that we are in, we look at. We're, we're trying to learn about it every day. 100%. Yeah. And, and there's something so important, Ben, that I want to share. We do not, period, speak about anything on this channel that we haven't experienced. If I get a question or you get a question that we don't know, we'll tell you, we'll be right back with the answer. Yeah. We'll tell you we don't know. We'll tell you we haven't experienced it. Too many people try to share that, that things that they try to look better saying that they sure. know, but they don't actually know. You're not going to get that from here. It's going to be real content from things we live every day. If I've made 100 mil, I'll share how to make 100 mil. If I have and I won't. If I bought an investment property, I'll share that I've bought it and how I've done it, but I won't say I've done one, two, three if I haven't. Yeah. I think that's important so people know that we're coming with, with 100% important. transparency. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I think that we're going to do a wrap up for this. I have no clue how long this podcast is. I'm going to say upwards of 40 plus minutes, maybe so. Yeah. Probably something like that. Yeah. Um, but I think that we kind of came across with sharing everybody, sharing with everybody what we got what we know and then what they can expect Absolutely. every tuesday a video no share real estate stuff and then off 
you know, off script other than real estate, is there anything you want to leave everybody off with for them to sleep on for the next podcast? Yeah, well, obviously it's a podcast. It's not going to be just us every episode. We're going to mm -hmm. have guests. Um, what if they just love us? What I if mean, they're like, please dude, don't bring anybody else? Who couldn't love us? <laughs> no, but um, we'll, we'll have guests. Um, we'll do more where it's just you and me. Nice. Um, and, and, and listen to this. We might have people who we just throw up a, a list of Q and A's and we might just start having people call in and we're just answering their phone calls and we're just sharing with them whatever question they have. We, not we might, we will have that. So it'll just be me and Ben at times. It'll be four people at times, 10 people at times. How, whatever it is that we see is going to give you guys more value. Everything is based on you guys, more value for you guys. Um, I think Love that. that that's a wrap on what yeah. we got. I have one more plug oh, to make. Plug yeah. it in. I uh, I just started a Discord group. It's one-on-one right. -on -one real estate mentorship. Mm -hmm. It's a great community of people. Uh, the link to that will be in the description below. So what he means by a one-on-one -on -one is basically you join that Discord group, which I'm in. Yeah. And yeah, any thanks, man. And, no, I love it. <laughs> and any question that you have real estate related in general, actually, not specifically for that, um, you're directly ac you're uh, you're accessible to Ben to yeah. ask him that, and he'll answer that. You're on it every I, single day, yeah, right? Yeah, and I, I respond to literally everyone, everyone. Man, wait, if you wait. ask me something, I will answer it. I bet whenever you have like five hundred thousand people on there, huh. it's gonna be tough to do that. Fifty million questions. <laughs> I'll figure out how to do it. <laughs> Anyways, guys, make sure that you join his Discord, and most importantly. Like this video if you enjoyed it, got value, got smiles, and subscribe to this channel because we're going to be posting every single week a new podcast, and hopefully you guys love what you saw today, and you'll see a lot more as we progress. This is, by the way, what do you guys think of our set? Yeah. We got a nice TV. We got some mics up here. We got some water. Yeah. It's going to be, we're going to be adjusting it until we can we every need now to, and then. I'm, I'm in charge of water next time, though. Next time, we're drinking essential water. That's all I drink. Um, he so when I brought the Ozarka, I had a feeling he was gonna look at that and be like, "Really?" <laughs> he he loves essential water. I'm, he, I'm bougie when it comes to my water. But dude. let me ask you this: Are yeah. you sponsored by them? Not yet. You should be. I think that would be like essential. Uh, essential. A sponsor essential yeah. uh, sponsor us, and then we'll put them on here. Yeah, put them on the table. I, I think that's a great idea, Essential, If you're listening. Get <laughs> sponsor us, us. we'd love we'd love it get us going that's yeah. awesome okay so uh hit the like button subscribe and uh for right now me and ben we're out we're out peace peace